is in the know for Monday, November 9, the 314th day of 2020. There are 52 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will, uh, well, is there a winner? Is there not a winner? I guess it depends upon uh, how you choose to view it. It is another going to be uh, at least the beginning of a warm week. It's going to be super nice. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. The ladies are over there. They are, uh, I don't know, we got all kinds of technical problems this morning just trying to figure it all out. Good morning. Uh, good morning, sweetheart. Good how morning. you doing? Hey, hey, how are you doing? Well. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It was a moment getting here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, two things. Uh, what I need to ask you about, Miss Buckles, is that would you oh. believe happiness? It nearly half of happiness is genetic. Um, I would give some credence to that. Yeah, no. it says uh, some someone. I don't know that they're an expert. Someone making a claim that as much as forty percent of your like influences a uh, thirty-two percent to forty percent uh, genetics influence your happiness. Yeah, so, like, the day you're born, in ways, almost seals your some level of fate on, uh, hey. Um, well, if you ask my mother, the way that I came into the world, yeah. it's pretty much how I handle life. Kicking so. and screaming? Well, Stomping your feet? on fire. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. On fire. Yeah. Uh, Misty, are you ready to uh, go to the Titanic? Oh, I would love to. Tourists can visit the Titanic wreckage for $125,000 starting next year. Yeah, no. In the year 2021, <laughs> you can be a citizen scientist mm -hmm. and on a series of underseas missions to document the wreckage of the Titanic, according to a media release. You could be a mission specialist. Yeah, as much as I've always wanted to be a mission specialist, I don't want to go under the water to do this. If they could bring it to the top and then resync it for me, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that I would pay $125,000 You want for. to row your boat out there yeah. above where the Titanic is bring and then up, they raise it and then... Yeah. Of course, why would you really need to do this when you can just go to Pigeon Forge? I was going to say, I've been to two Titanics. <laughs> I've have? been to the one in Pigeon Forge, and uh -huh. I've been to the one in Panama City. Which, by the way, they've renamed the one in Panama City. I don't know why, whether they lost the licensing deal or what have, but it's not uh -oh. branded as the Titanic anymore. Did they not play the song enough? I, My heart will this, go on. They, they must uh, not have. But, well, um, yeah, $125,000, I guess, is not... That much money if you're really serious about going to visit the Titanic wreckage. I'm afraid it would I would be crestfallen. Like, I expect it to look like it did the day it sank, mm -hmm. and it's just going to be a rusty bag of bolts. And I would be like, no, I want to see the jewels. I want to. Yeah, I would I'd, be super stoked. I, but would you go under the water? Would you deep dive for that? Absolutely. Yeah. It's I too would. much money, though. I'm a diver. To, <laughs> it's too much money, though, to uh, perhaps be crestfallen. Like well, I would have given you ten thousand dollars, but one hundred twenty-five yeah, was a little too, yeah, little too, but much. I would do it. I would want to come up with a rare jewel. Ah, I see. A chalice or something. The 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 jewel. The jewel. The one. I need yeah, the necklace. Sure. Uh, record heat again today. Rain is likely to return tomorrow or tomorrow evening. The high for the region is seventy-seven for today, set in nineteen seventy-five. I think it's uh, you know pretty likely we'll go above that. Then the next rain, uh, rain chance will be tomorrow and into Wednesday morning. The cold front sweeps through early Wednesday morning, taking the rain with it and bringing in more seasonal temperatures. 
We'll see record warmth and a high of 80 today, mostly clear. 61 tonight, scattered showers and 76 for tomorrow. Any warm day in November is a bonus day that we don't have to worry about some other, you know, it's just nice to start your day in the upper 50s rather than that be the high for the day, trying to get there before the afternoon is over. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Misty, has the presidential election been decided? <laughs> um, I'm not for sure. Okay. I think there is part of the nation who thinks their guy is president, and then there's a part of the nation who thinks their guy is president. I still want to go back to Kanye was on the ballot, and mm-hmm. I feel like now it was a missed opportunity by most of us. Oh, me too. Kanye's the only one to concede. <laughs> right. By yeah, the way. like he was the only one who behaved and was like, okay, well, I didn't, I didn't Con- win. Kanye's the only one who said, well, I didn't win, yeah. so here you go. Um, by the way, just because the media uh, networks have stopped showing you the electoral map, the count is still ongoing. There are still states that haven't been called, but once Pennsylvania went the way of the Biden campaign... Uh-huh. Then there was a mathematical elimination. I mean, North Carolina, Georgia, and, and Alaska is not going to give the uh, give President Trump an electoral victory. But just in this, just because the media, uh, the national media networks got tired on Saturday and said, "Ah, let's call this thing," and the count is still ongoing. Yeah. Now, is it likely that it's going to change? No, it's very unlikely that it's going to change. But we spent the better part of last week telling you that it it takes a long time Mm -hmm. to get all of the votes ready. Now, uh, the president, you know, tweeted, won this election by a lot. Um, There are the Lindsey Grahams of the world that um, are trying to be supportive of the president and encouraging. Mm -hmm. Because if you think Donald Trump has been mean for three years and three months or three years and nine months or or longer than that. Imagine what a lame duck Trump is going to do when when Trump finally decides, okay, I'm out of here on January the 20th. Mm-hmm. Let's do some score settling. I don't think you want to be the Lindsey Grahams of the world that went against the president during this process. Privately, Lindsey Graham saying, there's no way that President Trump is going to be reelected. But he's out there going, hey, keep it up, sport. <laughs> keep it up, champ. You got a chance. You you go get him. And <laughs> it, um, Don't give up yet. I do think that the president needs to be concerned. I, I think you've seen his tone change a little bit over the last, you know, since Friday or so. And, and, and that's fine. I, listen, I, be a fighter. That's fine. Uh, if you want to, if you want to toy with the idea of running again in 2024, that's fine. You're an American. You're, you're, that's that's up to you. I would encourage it, but it's up to you if you want to do that. But protect your legacy as a kingmaker right now. With all the judges that have been able to be appointed on your watch, the justices that have been appointed on your watch, for many Americans, uh, well, for some Americans, you're going to go down in their minds as one of the greatest presidents ever. Um, there, you're going to go down in the minds of many other Americans as someone who supported you and supported the political ideology that you brought forth, and you could potentially start to undermine or under, you know, erode that credibility. So just be careful about that, and 
pursue the legal challenges. I, I, I go back to if if you can if you've got evidence of wrongdoing, then I'm going to need you to show me, and I'm going to need you to show me rather quickly, rather than just state it as a possibility. Oh, there's wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Really, where is it? Oh, well, just wrongdoing. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, I, I need to know the wrongdoing. If you want me on your side, I need to know the wrongdoing. Don't just say, well, some things happened. Oh, All right. Show me. Call me Missouri. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, need to know. You need a belt buckle that says that. <laughs> I'm Missouri. Show me. <laughs> so what's next? Um, many people don't know. We elected electors. Mm-hmm. We didn't elect a president. We elected electors. After election day, the states count and certify the results of the popular vote. When completed, each governor is required by law to prepare as soon as practicable. Uh, practicable. That's what. That's an actual word. Mm-hmm. Completed uh, documents known as the certificates of ascertainment of the vote, and then the certificates list the electors' names and the numbers of votes cast for the winner and loser. December 8th is the deadline for resolving election disputes at the state level. All state recounts and court contests over presidential election results are to be completed by that particular date. Then on the 14th, electors vote by paper ballot. On December 23rd, the certificates must be delivered to the designated officials. And then January 6th is sort of the final day. And then January 20th, the moving trucks show up. That's how it's supposed to go. That's how it's supposed to go. Let's see what happens. I think you're going to see him, uh, him being President Trump. I bet we don't get a concession from him. I think he there will be a grudging departure on January the 20th, and then it just depends on – you know, there's some people that claim he never really wanted to be president anyway. It mm-hmm. was brand building for the future of the Trump real estate empire. So really, if you if – you, I mean, I know that he, I, I know that he acts like he wants to be president, and I think he does want to be president again. But it's not as if when he leaves on January the twentieth, he goes, "Well, now what am I going to do?" That's just not the way that this is going to work, because he's not cut from the same mold as your typical the rest of us. <laughs> well, I mean, the mold's a little different, but every other person on the face of the earth. You know you how know, he I, just refuses, though, to do th- – so he, we didn't lose. Yeah. We just didn't win as much as we needed to. Yeah. No, he no, he's always – it's always about a turn of phrase. But he's <laughs> done this from the beginning. It's part of who he is. It's his marketing campaign is that he has nicknamed every uh, opponent he's had. You know, mm-hmm. Sleepy Joe, Lying Hillary. It's who he is. And then he paints this picture and we buy into it because – we are built to buy into marketing. But the thing I, I go back to is what I said previously is we are not going to move forward and have anything other than leaders who slightly borderline on that bullying, I don't give a crap what you think about me attitude because social media has created a place where people who need to be in politics will not get into politics because they don't want to deal with the bullying and the crap from the, sure. From the base. Yeah. It's so ugly on social media now that everybody has a place to be a keyboard cowboy that it takes somebody with the attitude of like Joe Biden or Trump, whichever side of that you're on. Neither one of them are fantastic human beings when it comes to wrangling their words. Yeah, I'll, I'll just as I mentioned one day last week, I think I'm going to spend a whole lot of time with Gomer Pyle and Hogan's Heroes 
and the Twinkies. Andy Griffith show. Which he has been doing. Just it's mm-hmm. like I don't want you know, as soon as as soon as they decided to call Pennsylvania the other day, I was like, I am not gonna watch any of this nonsense the rest of the day today. You know, the dancing in the streets and all that stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, by the way, I just want to remind, you know, the uh, Biden campaign, and those people, there are still half of the people in the country who voted who don't want the country run by you. Now, I'm not a that's not my president person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that most of the next four years, if you're the president, I'm going to be over here going, that's not the way I want it to be done. But it doesn't mean that. I won't give credit and say, okay, you're the the duly elected president. That's fine. Uh, Let's get back to something. I don't know if you've heard about COVID. COVID is a thing. Uh, 3,339 new cases of coronavirus confirmed in Kentucky between Saturday and Sunday, giving us the largest one-week total of 12,421. The state's increase, uh, the new cases increase our total count to 120,838 uh, if it's in any way good news, the most of the new cases on Sunday were not in Hardin County, for whatever that's worth. Jefferson County still at the top of the list. Fayette County, then Pike County, Kenton County, and Bell County. So in the top five are not Warren County as far as new cases and not Hardin County, which is good news because obviously, you know, we have Grayson County as they spend uh, time in both those communities. But, you know, look at Grayson County, 41.6 per capita. Uh, Hart County at 63, you got Breckenridge County at 27, uh, almost 28. Evanston County this time last week was at 9, and now they're at 21.2. So numbers going in the uh, incorrect direction. Grayson County was scheduled to travel to Graves County on Friday night for the playoffs, uh, football playoffs, but the KHSAA has pushed playoff football off by looks at least a week trying to keep uh, distance again among everyone. And then uh, positivity rate, 7.24%. Continuing to go up. Uh, wider look at the pandemic. John Hopkins University reports that there have been 50 million cases of COVID-19 worldwide, 1.25 million deaths worldwide in the United States, 9.9 million cases and 237,000 deaths. Do you expect President, uh, do you expect the Biden campaign, do you expect then-President Biden in January to do a nationwide mask mandate, and want, and will it make a difference? Um, I think he's going to have to do something extraordinary to say, aha, we did something different, because the Trump administration has done a lot with COVID. So you can't say they haven't done anything, which is what the Democrats have painted. However, to supersede that, he's going to have to mandate mass to say, we did something. Will it make a difference? Yes, I think it'll curb the numbers. But it's going to upset so many people. You're going to see this eruption of people saying, you're not going to force me to do something that I don't want to do. The cynic in me immediately came out at 6 a.m. when CBS was crowing about how great a virus, a vaccine trials had gone. It was like, hallelujah, we got a new president and we get, a, and we get you know, this vaccine that's yeah. working all of a sudden. Like, well, well isn't yeah. that funny yeah. how that all... The Trump administration has <laughs> been talking about this vaccine. Remember, we were going to have it in two to 70 weeks. 
weeks. <laughs> like it was, Trump kept telling us we're going to have a vaccine next week or within 70 weeks. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, WKU lost on the football field over the weekend 10 to 6. No UK football, no U of L football. U of L's football game got delayed until uh, this coming weekend. Authentic. Went wire to wire to win the Breeders' Cup Classic over the weekend in Keeneland. There was some high school football. Uh, Hart County defeated Casey County 44-20. to Muhlenberg County defeated Fulton County 27-14. to And other than that, a whole bunch of uh, postponements. Chase Elliott drove from the back of the field to win his first NASCAR title. As uh, Jimmy Johnson said, see you later to the sport. Uh, Chase Elliott got his first uh, cup title, so that's good for him. And then saddened to hear yesterday about the I, – I wasn't you know completely surprised uh, because I think it's just been inevitable. But it's been 18 months since Alex Trebek announced his stage four uh, cancer diagnosis yeah. for um, – and uh, so learned yesterday the 80-year-old passed peacefully – Surrounded by friends and family there in Los Angeles. So his last taped Jeopardy show will be Christmas Day. Oh, wow. So through uh, through the holidays, we're going to get the last one. Uh, Alex Trebek, of course, important to many people. Been around on the landscape for a long time. So rest in peace to Alex Trebek, passed at age 80. Got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Know. I'm Trooper Adam Hall with the Kentucky State Police. When working traffic in Kentucky, responding to crashes involving injuries or fatalities, it's a tough part of the job. When you're driving Kentucky roads, there's so much out of your control. What we do have control over is wearing a seatbelt. Less than two seconds. That's all the time it takes to buckle up. Why do we enforce seatbelt laws? It's not about writing tickets. It's about saving lives. A message from law enforcement officers across Kentucky and the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Almost 4 in 10 high school seniors in Kentucky don't fill out the free application for federal student aid, the FAFSA. We ask students why that is. I honestly have no idea what the FAFSA is. At my high school, they don't really talk about the financial aid or FAFSA for that matter. Filling out the FAFSA is the first step to getting your share of $150 billion in financial aid. And it just got easier. Visit knowhowtogoky.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by the Pritchard Committee Student Voice Team and the Council on Post-Secondary Education. The 2021 Honda Pioneer lineup is here to make light work of the job and add a heavy dose of fun to your day off. Every Pioneer side-by-side is stocked full of smart technology, responsive power, and Honda's hallmark of engineering excellence. The only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Litchfield Exterminating believes it's all in the name. Centricon is number one in baiting treatments. Termidor is number one in liquid odorless treatments. Litchfield Exterminating is number one in pest control. Coincidence? I don't think so. Litchfield Exterminating uses number one products because that's what they do and how they do it. Litchfield Exterminating has served South Central Kentucky for over 30 years. Litchfield Exterminating, only a phone call away. Call Litchfield Exterminating 259-6285. 
Take your remodeling project to the next level and transform an ordinary space into an extraordinary one with Masonite doors and atrium windows from Future Designs. With Masonite and Atrium, you get countless design options that give you unmatched flexibility, energy-efficient glass choices, hardware, and more. So don't just remodel, transform. With Masonite doors and atrium windows built around you. Start your transformation at Future Designs Building Materials on Quarry Road in Litchfield. Blake Stinson is the general manager at AutoSmart on South Main Street in Litchfield. Good morning, Blake. How are you? I'm good. How about you guys? I'm doing very well. Uh, how did things go in your house yesterday during the Steelers-Cowboys game? Uh, to say the least, the, the wife was being a little bit petty the first half. But she came She came around, I believe. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got you to give the Steelers some credit. They are undefeated. Hey, I mean, that four-string quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys did pretty well. See, I, I went in with no expectations, so I, I came out, you know, feeling just fine. Are you saying maybe she rubbed it in your face just a little bit? Just a little bit, but I think she was uh, awfully concerned there for a very long time. What's going on at the dealership we need to know about today? Well, we got a lot of new nice inventory. I've got a 2013 Chevy Silverado that's got a slight lift kit, aftermarket wheels and tires. 118 on the miles. We got a price for 21.980. So come check out our uh, line of trucks. We got going to have a couple of nice days of uh, beautiful weather. So plenty of time to stop by for a test drive. You could be in a new ride by Thanksgiving. Absolutely, it doesn't cost anything to take it for a spin. Two seven zero two eight seven zero two seven eight. What's the website address? It's autosmart1.com. We'll talk to you again soon, Blake. Thank you so much. That's Blake Stenson. He's the general manager at AutoSmart on South Main Street in Litchfield. Today is Chaos Never Dies Day. <laughs> yeah. Well. It is World Freedom Day today to commemorate the day that the Berlin Wall fell, giving freedom to a lot of uh, Eastern Europeans. And it is National Scrapple Day today. Scrapple. What's Scrapple? Scrapple is sort of interesting. Um... I know we have Snapple and we have Scrabble, but this is not the combination of those two things. Okay. It is similar in both composition and taste to British white pudding. Now, before you start salivating, its name comes from the fact that it is composed of scraps of pork combined with cornmeal and spices. The mixture is formed into a mostly solid loaf and then sliced and pan-fried before serving. This sounds like cornbread with bacon in it. Now, I wondered when I heard that, I thought, well, that doesn't sound particularly appealing. But then when I thought about, well, considering the way that we cook in the South, mm-hmm. some of the things that we do eat that we think, oh, those are good, mm-hmm. that might be similarly prepared is this, um, it sounds like the startings of what we use for gravy. Right. Okay. Pork scraps. Mm-hmm. And then you fry it up and then <laughs> you put it into loaf form. Mm-hmm. I bet it's not nearly, I bet it's better than it sounds. Yeah, yeah it absolutely. sounds terrible. Yeah. 
As long as I can, like, because you said cornmeal, right? Mm-hmm, cornmeal. Yeah, so yeah. I'm thinking cornbread with bacon grease, that which we use, so. Well, anytime yeah. you the, use the word scraps, that just. Yeah, that's terrible. But we eat hot dogs, and that's nothing but scraps, oh, so. That's very scrappy. It is. The, um, oh, well, sorry, some goodness. I want to bring some goodness into your life before we get into uh, Thanksgiving discussion. Okay. The results are in. A couple of weeks ago, we told you about the semifinal rounds of the National Mullet Championship. Yes, the top hat. Yeah, the Tennessee top hat was one of our favorites. Yes, oh, but, best uh, one ever. But the but the winner has been the winner has been named. It's not the little boy we saw. No, he was a semifinalist. This is Jackson. Jackson is from Celeste, Texas. Okay. He's a third grader, and he has won the kids category at the USA Mullet Championships. This is called, you're going to love this. Okay. This is called the Camaro Crash Helmet. (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. Yes. Now I am seeing... Uh, a more favorable side of this mullet. Right. We liked the Tennessee top hat. Which was the best From a few weeks ever. ago, yes. which was great. But you must admit, <laughs> you've seen this driving a Camaro or two. Yeah. Oh, all Camaros. <laughs> oh, okay. <no>. Not all. <laughs> but a lot. Freedom <laughs> Flapper. Owners, yeah. Yeah, there's the Freedom Flapper. Okay. The Modern Mullet and the Tennessee top hat. Okay. So, I guess that's, that's maybe more of mullet. a maybe more of a modern mullet but lots of different styles so there's the number two winner and then there you go there 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 you go that's uh, his mama's a beautician his mom (laughs) is about 20 his his mama colors (laughs) hair for a living yeah as you can tell but so congratulations to the the younger generation to the mullet winners i know it was a hard-fought victory and yeah i i mean i appreciate all of those but i go back to tennessee top hat was the best mullet i've ever seen i think he should have won yeah, I, is it the best one, or is it because where we live, we see more of them? I think it was the best one. All it right. was just done so well. The uh, Thanksgiving, of course, uh, weeks away. In addition to the guidelines that the CDC issued in early October, the CDC now is detailing some additional guidelines for making your holiday as safe as possible during the pandemic. Uh, all the guidelines are worth reading in full, especially if you're traveling or hosting. But some of the most helpful additional tips are get your flu shot, stay home as much as possible two weeks before and after the gathering, consider getting tested for COVID-19 before and after if it's widely available in your area, bring extra masks, hand sanitizer, and other safety items with you, and do not participate in gatherings if you have tested positive, have had confirmed exposure, or have symptoms of COVID-19. Doesn't that sort of sound like common sense? Yes. But you know people will choose to ignore it. The um, here's a map showing the most popular Thanksgiving side dishes. Oh, good! I need something new this year to do. Um, a a map of the fifty states, which shows you the favorite sides at Thanksgiving, and in Kentucky, it's listed as broccoli casserole. I do love that. Oh, me too. Broccoli casserole is good. <laughs> I don't, and I think it 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 finds. It's way onto. I doubt it's anyone's favorite. Yeah. I doubt. I bet it's the most frequent among the largest number of people. Okay. You know the you start with the turkey and then you have the dressing and right. the dressing has to be there, 
and then you've got you know mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes that have to be there. Mm-hmm. And but then the broccoli casserole is like, oh well, we've got to have something green. Broccoli's good. Cheese is good. Mm-hmm. So let's put that in there because I don't think that broccoli casserole is more popular in Kentucky than dressing. No, I think dressing and mashed potatoes is a given. Yeah, it, me it, too. Like I, every state has those three things. Well, I mean, and not that they're not a side because they are, but they're just, it's already considered that they're going to be there. It's, it's a, a statutory requirement right. to have dressing and mashed potatoes, the isn't only, it? The only way to tell is, is dressing or mashed potatoes listed for any other state? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Alabama is listed as dressing. Okay, well, cornbread Alabama. dressing for Louisiana. But that's that's a little bit different. Yeah. Like I can get on board with there's a variation, but hash brown casserole for Alaska. <gasps> yeah, that's good. I do that, love a good. That's good even with cake. Yeah, I can see yeah, it. I love hash brown casserole. Deviled eggs for Indiana. That's my favorite. Apparently, I need to move to Indiana. If you go along the eastern seaboard though, it's mac and cheese, North Carolina, South Carolina, <laughs> Virginia. Because we don't have enough starches in the potatoes and dressing. So far, we have everything on this list. So. Oh yeah, we're do- we're doing it at our best level. <laughs> turkey gravy in Hawaii. Into turkey uh, gravy. I mean, it's, it's all right. It's a given. Again. Well, and then there's cream bean casserole. I mean, yeah, well, we do on, it all. Uh, in Idaho. Um, Is there anything odd? Like or- we would find Oregon odd? biscuits. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Biscuits. Well, what about rolls? I mean, you. I mean, rolls are certain states. Arkansas is rolls. Oh, Oklahoma's rolls. Oh, you all. Rolls is also a statutory requirement. It's right? not a side. No. That's to hold all your goodness together. Right. Yeah. That's your after. <laughs> or to sop it up. You got to have a sopper. You got it right. You've got to have that for the ham later because nobody ate the ham during dinner. Right. Like you're gonna make a sandwich later with it. Limited edition chocolate strawberry Cheerios are. Hitting shelves next month. Cheerios is one of those classic cereals that will always have a place in our cabinets. But that doesn't mean we're not interested in trying fun flavor twists. The Cheerios chocolate strawberry cereal is made up of the round, sweet, and whole grain oat pieces you know and love. And then, of course, add chocolate and strawberry. I am going to say no thank you. I would try it, but we are a Cheerios family. I'm a Cheerios person. (laughs) You're a plain Cheerios? I'm plain Cheerios, uh, skim milk, no sweetener. And I would like to talk to General Mills and say, look, I gave you a pass on Honey Nut. I saw where Honey Nut branched out enough. It It said, we're Cheerios. We got a little honey. We got a little well, nut. and it helps with little ones. That's exactly right. House. I can see where it's like, okay, there's a choice. There's variety. Kick mm-hmm. it up a notch. Mm-hmm. But when you start chasing booberry and Count Chocula and again, see peeps. I got to you, tell you, you're gonna get out of you. Get, get in your get back in your lane, Cheerios. Before I stopped eating all the carbs, mm-hmm. peanut butter chocolate Cheerios turned into my favorite cereal. I had moved away from Crispex. Into peanut butter chocolate Cheerios, and Jason is a Honey Nut Cheerios. He is a Honey yes. Nut Cheerios. So Mallory person. and I love chocolate peanut butter Cheerios. They're fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean Cheerios are good. They're fine. Mm-hmm. I don't eat them though because I'm looking to enjoy something. I'm looking something because well, you got to have something for breakfast, and it seems to be about as low cal way as you can do it. That's my thing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oprah's favorite things for Christmas 2020 are out. 
Uh, if you've got a big uh, amount of money to spend, you can get the original workout mirror. It's available from Amazon for $1,963. It is a futuristic mirror that streams unlimited live and on-demand classes. It lets you choose from over 50 workout types. I love this, and I wish that I worked out enough to actually utilize this because I think it's really cool. Right. Now, uh, there are several other things you can find online, but one thing that I wanted to draw your attention to was the Yeti, not Y-E-T-I, that you know. It's Y-E-D-I. It's the total package Air Fryer Oven XL. Now, we use an air fryer at our house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Misty, I think you were using an air fryer before we were. Mm -hmm. And you were an advocate of it, saying Mm -hmm. it does a good job. And it does a good job. But I will tell you that ours is in the basket, and it goes inside, and you can't really see what's going on. Yeah. Well, this model has a window to the world. Yes. You can see what's happening on in there, and it has shelves. Is this better, or is this worse, or is this the same thing? Is is just this a miniature version of the oven you have in your house? So this is what we have. We don't have the Yeti version. I upgraded ours for Jason for our anniversary last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it has the door. It's like the... Excel version. It, it even has, like, the rotisserie thing that goes in it. Ooh. We've not used that. Fancy. My kids use it a lot. Jason uses it a lot. And we do like it better because you can cook more things at once. In the basket, it's like one pork chop at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was frustrating. But honestly, if you have convection bake oven, that is air frying. Okay. So, so if you have you a convection oven, you don't need it. But the thing about this one is the ability to see through, right? Mm-hmm. To be able yes. to look in. Well, it's larger. You can do two, like, see the racks in there. That's the selling but point. But you still you can have do to open it and shake them, like the fries or whatever you're doing. Mm. I think the fries for me, too, though, is that I kind of have to guess when they have to be. Mm-hmm. If you can see in there, you go, ah, they're still fine. They're still fine. Mm-hmm. Sure. But then I guess if you want to keep an eye on them. Then you got to sit there and look at it. Yeah. And, you know, a watch pot never boils. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we told you this year's 12 finalists for the tall, uh, the Toy Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And the finalists were Bingo, Briar or Brer Horses. Okay. Remember, mm-hmm. we learned yep. what those were. Light Bright, Masters of the Universe, My Little Pony, Risk, Sorry, Tamagotchi, and Yahtzee. Those were among the finalists that got in, but we can report to you now that Jenga, Sidewalk Chalk, and Baby Nancy are the 2020 Toy Hall of Fame inductees. Okay, interesting. Baby Nancy, Sidewalk Chalk, and Jenga. Are we happy with these? I am. I'm surprised Sidewalk Chalk beat out something like Sorry or Risk or Bingo. Yeah. Like this kind of universal. I mean, I guess there's a really good chance that they'll be able to get nominated again next year to get into the Toy Hall of Fame. But there they go. So those three, hard to argue with those. I never had a baby Nancy, but I can see he's like, okay, yeah, Yeah. I can see. You you go, girl. All right, there you are. They're Toy Hall of Fame. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. We're going to try and play a round of You Pick Trivia just to prove how smart you are. All right, keep the old noggin in uh, top performance. That'll be coming up here on In the Know. Suddenly still and when you'd almost be-
Did you know that in Thailand, it is customary to give presents on your birthday? I did not know that. It almost seems to make more sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad we don't do it that way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, although, you mathematically would probably end up better because you give gifts on your birthday. So, what? Parents, probably. Um, maybe there are other. Because if you think about it, well, you gave birth or life came from you. So, I'm giving you the gift to say right, thank right. you. But the rest of the time, you're walking around going, hey, isn't it your birthday? Yeah. Well, then you give me a present. I had a friend it's do your birthday. This. She, I think at the age of 40, went and handed out 40 small gifts to um, people in need. Okay. That's sweet. Um, so if, yeah, that's going to be expensive to do every year. Now, if you're just giving your gift to your parents, I get it. Right. Be pretty affordable to yes. do it that way. Or maybe your grandparents that help. That's or... right. Maybe. Uh, are you ready for you pick trivia? It's your opportunity to uh, flex your noggin and make sure you stay in top, tip-top mental acuity and shape. Uh, trust me, you're going to need it <laughs> going forward. Here's today's You Pick Trivia. You play along in the comments. You can shout at your screen or at your radio. Mm. We'll definitely hear you yeah, we do if hear you do you. that. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah. so here, here you go. You Pick Trivia number one. What year did World War One begin? What year did World War One begin? Was it 1914, 1905, 1919, or 1939? What year did World War One begin? 1914, 1905, 1919, or 1939? Give it a little thought, and then see what you think. What year did World War One begin? So did you did you just have a gut feeling and say, "Hey, this is what it's going to be," no. or did you did do you know? Uh, I well, I have a roundabout. I said, "Do you want me to tell you what I said?" Yes, go right okay. ahead. Nineteen fourteen. You said nineteen fourteen. Right. Beach, what did you say? I said nineteen nineteen. Nineteen nineteen is nineteen fourteen is all right. Yeah, so she looked pretty. She yeah. I just she immediately. I, I caught her in my periphery. I said the guess. number. She's like, "I'm going to write it down." Sometimes your sometimes your gut knows. Yeah, yeah only because yeah, I'm not going to go into why I know that. Okay. Are you sure you weren't confusing it with 1814 and taking a little trip? No, that's with the beans and bacon. I keep that one pretty readily available. Okay. Um, All right. No, I need. Here's you pick trivia number two. What is the scientific name of the kneecap? What is the scientific name of the kneecap? Is it A, femur, B, scapula, C, patella, or D, Snuffleupagus? <laughs> A, femur, B, scapula, C, patella, or D, Snuffleupagus? Give that some thought. A, B, C, or D. What is the scientific name of the kneecap? Femur, scapula, patella, Snuffleupagus. Did you all know this one immediately? I did. You knew it before the multiple choice. Mm-hmm. All right, Beach, we'll let you go first on this one. Is it femur, scapula, patella, or snuffleupagus? 
patella. You say it is the patella. Misty, what do you say? Same. The patella is correct. The patella is the scientific term for the kneecap. You pick trivia number three. Which movie contains the quote, Say hello to my little friend. Oh, gosh. What is Which this? movie contains the quote, um, Say hello to my little friend. Is it... A, Scarface, is it B, Reservoir Dogs, is it C, Goodfellas, or is it D, Shrek? <laughs> he could be talking about Donkey. <laughs> hey, hello to my little friend. Yeah, I, donkey. Pretty for sure that in one of the Shrek movies it's heard. Scarface, Reservoir Dogs, Goodfellas, or Shrek? Say hello to my little friend. All right. Do you all think you know this one? I do. Okay. Misty, is it Scarface, Reservoir Dogs, Goodfellas, or Shrek? Scarface. You say it is Scarface. Mm -hmm. Beach, what do you say? I say the same. You say Scarface. Scarface is correct. That is the correct answer. I'm going to give you all a round of applause. You did such a fabulous job. Well, we try. All right. I, um, the Full House house sells for over $5 million. Wow. Okay, so what's the comps in that area? Is that high or is that in line with what the other houses are selling for on uh, the street? Not, I, haven't, uh, I haven't consulted a realtor yet on it, it's but it's sold high. on the postcard row is what that's known as. Uh-huh. It sold last month for $5.35 million. I would say it's, it's inflated over average cost, mm-hmm. but I would say on that postcard road, it's probably pretty. Hey, there's some value. Very scenic portion of San Francisco. Yeah. As well. Al Roker thanks fans for their support after his cancer diagnosis. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, Alan Ruck has an idea for an elderly sequel. So oh. after Ferris Bueller's Day <laughs> Off, they had always talked about Ferris going to college right. and there being a sequel. Uh-huh. But John Hughes never was really crazy about that idea. And now they're rethinking the sequel where Cameron mm-hmm. is in the nursing home. I kind of like that because Cameron didn't get enough. <laughs> he just didn't get a, a – I've always felt bad for Cameron right. in the first movie. So Ferris right? busts him out of yeah. the nursing home, yeah. Yeah. and they go spend a day at Wrigley Field or wherever I they're going it. to uh, wherever they're going to go. Stealing their kids' cars. And if you're having a hard time, <laughs> yes, stealing their kids <laughs> stealing their kids' Tesla yeah. is what they, what they need to do. And if you are trying to come up with good Thanksgiving movies, mm-hmm. if you're trying to – be a good sport and um, the baby, and not go all in on Christmas already. Which, if you watch any time on Freeform, they're not helping very much. They're begging kids, "Oh, here come the Christmas movies! Here come the Christmas movies!" Uh, but um, here are some. Here's some the 15 best Thanksgiving movies of all time. Okay, we'll run through these quickly. You can jot them down, uh, or you can ask me, and I'll send you the list later. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yep, good one. Uh, Dutch, that's a John Hughes film. Okay. Rocky, The Blind Side, mm. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, mm-hmm. You've Got Mail. Anything with Tom Hanks in it is a good Thanksgiving movie mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Home for the Holidays, starring uh, Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., and Bancroft. Grumpy Old Men is a good Thanksgiving oh, movie. Every year. Love it. Scent of a Woman is a good Thanksgiving, uh, set around Thanksgiving, as a matter of fact. 
uh, Avalon, Hannah and her sisters, uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, The Big Chill, The War at Home, Adam's Family Values, and Funny People. Okay. Those allegedly are the best 15 Thanksgiving movies uh, of of all time. Objections to any of those? No. no. Adam's Family Value seems a little <laughs> bit uh, seems a little bit weird to me. That seemed more like a Halloween movie, but it makes it makes sense, I suppose. I love the baby with the mustache. Like it just he makes me laugh every time I see that. <laughs> baby, you get a baby with a mustache. <laughs> Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Moon. MP's point of honor for What stupid question have you always wanted to ask, but just been too afraid to ask because you might appear? Knuckle-headed. I'm not for sure I have one. Like, Nor do I. I think we just kind of blurt out. I think I've asked them all. <laughs> How about where does wind start? Oh, that's a good one, but I've never thought that deeply into yeah, life. Yeah, that's, that's good. Do people in England walk on the left-hand side of the sidewalk? I think they do. I think they probably do. But it seems like, what if I asked that question and they were like, well, no, you knucklehead. What? Yeah. Mm. No other dumb questions? Oh, I'm sure Those I were two some. that came to mind. So there's some that the you just, you're afraid to. You're, you're afraid to ask is what you're saying. I'm sure I have them. I just, okay. I would really have to think about that. I'll blurt it out later in my sleep. I'm sure it'll come to me. <laughs> usually when I get thoughts uh, of you. On television tonight, Dancing with the Stars on ABC. The Voice, the battle's premiere on uh, NBC tonight. And on HBO, a premiere of a new series called Industry. Five young graduates take very different approaches to their first few weeks at Pierpont and Company. Don't know what Pierpont is. Don't know who their company is. No idea. Don't know what their industry is. I guess that's just enough of a tease (laughs) that they want you to tune in and find out. There you go. Is the election over yet? <laughs> Who are you asking? <laughs> Which camp do you want me to ask? I'm like, we didn't lose. We just didn't win enough. That's pretty well solid. Said. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1989, Communist East Germany threw open its borders, allowing citizens to travel freely to the West. Joyous Germans danced atop the Berlin Wall. In 1620, the passengers and crew of the Mayflower sighted Cape Cod. In 2000, George W. Bush's lead over Al Gore in all-or-nothing Florida slipped beneath 300 votes in a suspense-filled recount as Democrats threw the presidential election to the courts, claiming an injustice unparalleled in our history. Until now. Again, show me. I'm interested. I mean, if it's yeah. out there, please, please yeah, find it. Please do. And show us. I just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Birthdays today. 
Lou Ferrigno is 69 today. Wow, really? Yeah. So um, many, if you're my age, you know he was the Incredible Hulk. But if you're a little bit younger, you just may know him as Carrie and Doug's neighbor. neighbor. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I always loved the Incredible Hulk. But then he became Carrie and Doug's neighbor, and I loved him more then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peppa. Is 56 today, not Peppa Pig. Oh, darn. But from Salt and Peppa. <laughs> salt and Peppa, Salt and Peppa, Salt and Peppa's here. Yeah. And we're in effect. And Cisco is 42 today. Here's a dumb question I've always been afraid to answer, to ask. What's Cisco's favorite kind of underwear? Is there a Cisco? I think a Cisco food company. Of course, my dad owned a restaurant. That's where we ordered our food. Cisco. The I think of the rapper. Musician is forty-two today. Right. Coming up. Is that their song? That's his song. Yeah. His real name is Drew Hill, but Cisco is the rapper who did the the T H O N G song. song. Uh, (laughs) See why that's a dumb question? Yeah, that took a minute. Gotcha. Clearly, the answer is BVDs. No, that's Belle DeVoe's favorite. God, but not forgotten. <laughs> Hattie Lamar, born this date in 1914. Spiro T. Agnew, born this date in 1918. Carl Sagan, born in 1934. Tom Fogarty, born this date in 1941. My chart topper's all busted up today. I came in today and it was in pieces over there in the corner. Yeah, sorry. I don't know if it was the cleaning company. I don't know if it was Jerry Dunaway. I don't. Jerry Dunaway might have smashed my chart topping machine with yeah. a with a sledgehammer. I saw I, he I was here earlier. I could have been earlier. snake hunting. You never know. Could have been. Yeah. Fair and Young, uh, number one with Country Girl, this date in 59. Diana Ross and the Supremes, Love Child in 68. Heat Wave, Boogie Nights in 77. The Human League, Human in 86. Mariah Carey, Fantasy in 95. Over and Over, Nelly in 2004. And Katy Perry, Roar, seven years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. I think... I think you might like this one. Okay. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Time is a great healer, but a terrible beautician. Time (laughs) is a great healer, but a terrible beautician. Truth. 